1: It's uh, eight minutes past five and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharad. It's time for Popet Poppe, Parliament, where we bring you updates from the Day One Riot. First up, Tabrao MP Jimmy Pua asked the government what measures being taken to reduce child abuse in Malaysia. Such cases are on the rise. Dato Sri Dansri Shukri, Women, Family and Community Development Minister, said the Social Welfare Department is in discussions with the Home Ministry to make it mandatory for childcare workers to undergo security screenings and Kita
2: memperketatkan proses saringan untuk pengambilan pengasuh di taska dan juga pusat jagaan. JKM akan berbincang bersama dengan Kementerian Dalam Negeri dan juga PDRM untuk meneroka cadangan mewajibkan saringan tapisan keselamatan terhadap calon-calon yang ingin bekerja sebagai pengasuh. Akan ujian, uh,
1: Nancy added that the social welfare department will increase the placement of enforcement officers in each district to monitor childcare and daycare centres, and will also tighten guidelines for the installation of CCTV's in the centres.
2: Kita memperkemaskan pasukan penguatkuasaan kita dan di bawah inisiatif ini penubuhan Jabatan Pembangunan Kanak-Kanak baru saya uh, umumkan sebelum itu kita akan menyusun semula penempatan pegawai di setiap daerah dengan menempatkan pegawai yang akan memberi fokus untuk melaksanakan tugas pemantauan dan tindakan penguatkuasaan Khususnya untuk pusat jagaan kanak-kanak dan TASKA sahaja Ini akan dimulakan di 43 daerah yang dikenal pasti sebagai kawasan berisiko Dan kita akan laksanakannya pada tahun ini juga Kedua, kita memperketatkan peraturan dan garis panduan pemasangan CCTV di TASKA Ketiga, kita juga, uh, selain daripada itu juga dalam, uh, Kita juga pengusaha perlu memastikan tiada titik buta ataupun dengan izin blind spot dalam liputan CCTV, kecuali tempat-tempat privasi seperti bilik air dan tempat persalinan pakaian.
1: On the issue of child abuse cases happening within families, the Minister said that these cases go beyond her jurisdiction and capabilities. But she assured the House that the Ministry will assist victims by first moving them to the care of their relatives before turning to institutions like foster care facilities.
2: Sementara itu, usaha untuk mengurangkan risiko penderaan kanak-kanak ketika dalam penjagaan keluarga memerlukan pendekatan yang berbeza. Ini kerana KPWKM dan JKM mempunyai kawalan langsung terhadap pusat jagaan dan taska melalui peruntukan undang-undang dan peraturan yang ditetapkan, manakala... Penderaan di dalam komuniti ataupun keluarga sendiri meliputi pelbagai faktor yang lebih luas Melangkaui bidang kuasa dan kemampuan KPWKM dan JKM semata-mata Namun, taruh usaha yang telah dirancang untuk dilaksanakan adalah Program kesedaran terhadap hukuman ke atas pendera kanak-kanak Program memperkasakan kanak-kanak dan juga memperkasakan komuniti dan seterusnya dalam hal ini pendekatan KPWKM dalam melindungi dan membantu kanak-kanak mangsa penderaan adalah dengan mengutamakan pemeliharaan jadi ianya berasaskan keluarga bagi kami pembesaran di institusi adalah pilihan terakhir
1: that was Women, Family and Community Development Minister Nancy Shukri on measures taken to reduce child abuse. We want to hear your thoughts on this matter. Should all daycare and childcare centres install CCTVs? You can call us at 2900, uh, WhatsApp us 018-789-8899 or tweet us at BFM Radio. Now moving on uh, to the field of science. Uh, Kuala Krau uh, MP Kamal Ashari asked the government about measures taken to curb the decline in. STEM course enrollment among secondary students. Uh, Education Minister Fadil Naside replied that as of August this year, enrollment in uh, STEM subjects has in fact increased over the last, past two years and was up by four point seven percent from forty one percent in twenty twenty one and now stands at forty five point seven percent.
3: Untuk maklumat yang berhormat, Kementerian Pendidikan Malaysia sentiasa berusaha untuk membangunkan modal insan yang berpengetahuan dan berkemahiran untuk menyertai aliran sains, teknologi, kejuruteraan dan matematik STEM. Sehingga Ogos 2023, data KPM menunjukkan bahawa peratusan enrolmen murid STEM telah menunjukkan peningkatan daripada 40.95% pada tahun 2021 kepada 45.73%
1: Fadilena also said that efforts are being made to increase the competence of teachers and to strengthen teaching and learning both inside and outside the classroom. She hopes that this increases student interest in STEM subjects.
3: Untuk maklumat lalui yang berhormat, KPM telah melaksanakan pelbagai langkah proaktif antaranya termasuk dalam pelan Pembangunan Pendidikan Malaysia yang memberikan penekanan kepada meningkatkan minat murid melalui pendekatan pembelajaran yang baru dan pemantapan kerikulum meningkatkan kemahiran dan kebolehan guru bidang STEM serta meningkatkan kesedaran ibu bapa, orang awam terhadap STEM dan meningkatkan kesedaran mereka. Usaha meningkatkan kompetensi guru dalam pemantapan aktiviti pengajaran dan pembelajaran di dalam dan luar darjah juga merupakan antara langkah yang dilaksanakan bagi meningkatkan minat murid. Seterusnya mendorong mereka memilih aliran STEM di peringkat kajian yang lebih tinggi. KPM sentiasa memberi perhatian kepada kesediaan infrastruktur bagi menyokong pendidikan STEM seperti yang diumumkan dalam Belanjawan 2024 misalnya sejumlah RM100 juta disediakan untuk pemeriksaan sains, teknologi, kejurtaan dan matematik khusus untuk tujuan menyelenggara dan menaik taraf makmal komputer serta perolehan peralatan baru Selain itu peruntukan lain sebanyak RM254 juta telah diluluskan untuk pembekalan peralatan pelajaran reka bentuk sekolah rendah dan, dan tujuan bagi ubah suai naik taraf bilik reka bentuk teknologi sekolah rendah dalam rolling plan ketiga dan semua peruntukan ini menunjukkan kesirusan kerajaan untuk menyokong pendidikan STEM.
1: That was Education Minister Fadlina Siddiq talking about the rise in STEM course enrollment among secondary school students. Now moving on to the... Darren Wright also was graced by the attendance of a few Malaysian athletes who represented the country in the recent Asian Games. Kota Melaka MP Ku Poe Tiong uh, took the time to congratulate all of the athletes for their achievements, which gained some applause from fellow MPs.
4: Pencapaian contingent negara, sukan Asia, sungguh membanggakan dan pada hari ini dewan rakyat yang mulia ini dikunjungi tidak lain tidak bukan adalah atlet judo, latte dan juga pegawai daripada kontingen negara ke Sukan Asia. Kita mengalu-alukan kehadiran mereka.
1: Who then proceeded to ask the Youth and Sports Ministry what action plans they have for upcoming international level sports uh, events in terms of athlete preparation and sports development? The Youth and Sports Minister, Hannah Yeo, said that the National Sports Council will be holding a performance review workshop uh, of the Asian Games with stakeholders next month. She added that the workshop will involve experts from the Nippon Sports Science University and will help determine what exposure is needed for the athletes to improve their performance on the international stage
0: bagi perancangan selanjutnya Majlis Sukan Negara akan mengadakan bengkel kajian semula prestasi sukan Asia bersama pemegang taruh berkaitan dalam masa terdekat dan akan melibatkan uh, expert daripada Nippon Sport Science University pada 8 November ini untuk sukan uh, C Cambodia juga bengkel postmortem yang sama telah diadakan untuk menambah baik program sedia ada Untuk makluman alih-alih yang berhormat, atlet negara telah mempamerkan prestasi yang luar biasa pada kali ini uh, dalam acara masing-masing dan kejayaan ini uh, telah yang telah diatur telah membuahkan hasil. Saya juga bagi pihak Kementerian Belia dan Sukan mengucapkan terima kasih kepada Perdana Menteri kerana baru-baru ini minggu lepas mengumumkan peruntukan sebanyak RM72 juta dalam Bajet 2024 dan ini merupakan satu peningkatan 31% berbanding RM55 juta pada Pada tahun yang lepas. Saya percaya dengan dorongan kabinet dan peruntukan yang akan diluluskan oleh Dewan Rakyat ini, atlet-atlet kita akan mendapat sokongan yang padu untuk menghadapi pertandingan yang akan datang.
1: That was Youth and Sports Minister Hannah Yeo, who will be in fact on the breakfast grill tomorrow at 8am. So uh, do tune in for that. Now on the subject of electric vehicles, Subang MP Wong Chen asked uh, if the government uh, was in need of increasing its own EV target. According to Wong, there are some 23 million vehicles in the country now and that the target of 1.5 million EV cars for the year 2020, uh, 2040 rather, represents only 7% of the current figure. So it would be much smaller as the vehicle population grows by 2040. National, sorry, National Resource uh, Environment and Climate Change Minister Nick Nazmi, Nick Ahmad, agreed that the rec- with the recommendation saying that this is uh, there is a need in fact to review the target he added that the introduction of targeted subsidies will also help drive interest in EV ownership. to
4: uh, saya setuju uh, bahawa kita perlu lihat semula dan ada beberapa perkara lagi yang kita perlu lihat pertama ialah when sebagaimana diumumkan oleh the Amat Menteri untuk kita beralih kepada subsidi bersasar. Kalao yeah, kalau antara besar it will be uh, petrol Ya, bila ada subsidi bersasar untuk petrol Maka mungkin ya, Sekarang kita tahu banyak orang yang Dulu dia beli Peugeot, uh, beli Porsche uh, Nak pakai round 97 Bila dah sampai RM4 dia pun pakai round 95 juga kan? Jadi bila kita ada subsidi bersasar Berdasarkan pendapatan uh, isi rumah Dia terpaksa uh, bayar the real cost uh, Kemungkinan ramai di antara mereka Akan uh, berhijrah uh, kepada EV Itu juga akan menjadi satu faktor penting Di mana kenapa negara-negara lain uh, seperti negara China EV ini berkembang dengan sangat cepat Apabila mereka terpaksa bayar harga sebenar uh, Untuk uh, minyak bahan api
1: that was Natural Resources, Environment and Climate Change Minister Nick Nazmi, Nick Ahmad, talking about the need to increase EV targets. Now, we want to know what you think. Will targeted subsidies push you to purchase an EV? What incentives would work for you? Let us know. You can call us at double seven double three two nine hundred. You can WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899 or tweet us at BFM Radio. Now, moving to a closely related topic, road infrastructure. Parangranga's rangas MP Azharish Hassan wants to know, wanted to know if the government plans to use solar energy for streetlights to overcome the use of sorry overcome the issue of malfunctioning streetlights around the country. Works Minister Datu Sri Alexander Nanthalingi said the ministry has implemented green initiatives through the use of energy efficient LED streetlights since 2018.
5: KKR melalui Jabatan Kerja Raya Malaysia telah melaksanakan inisiatif hijau bagi jalan-jalan persekutuan melalui penggunaan lampu cekap tenaga ataupun LED ya sejak tahun 2018. Penggunaan tenaga solar bagi lampu jalan LED sebagai projek perintis telah dilaksanakan untuk projek jambatan di jalan persekutuan. Jadi kesimpulan Kementerian ini sentiasa mengalu-alukan dan menyokong inisiatif pemasangan lampu jalan solar LED ya. Berdasarkan kelebihan tersenarai di atas jadi walaupun dalam teknologi lampu jalan solar LED yang berada di pasaran kini sedang menuju ke arah kematangan produk yang didorong oleh penglibatan pemain industri dan agensi kerajaan yang mengambil kira keperluan rekabentuk teknikal dan penyelenggaraan. Akhir sekali yang Tuan untuk makluman ahli Yang Berhormat bagi tahun 2024, pihak kementerian juga telah membuat perancangan dan permohonan peruntukan Kepada Kementerian Kewangan Bagi membuat pemasangan Baharu lampu jalan Jenis solar Jadi pemasangan lampu jalan solar Di Padarangas boleh dipertimbangkan Sekiranya lokasi berkaitan Menepati kriteria ditetapkan Namun pelaksanaan Ini adalah sekali lagi Tertaluk kepada kelulusan peruntukan Daripada pihak Kementerian Kewangan
1: that was Works Minister Alexander Nanthalingi talking about the use of solar powered LED lights for roads. That's all we have for today's session of Parliament. Just to recap uh, what we discussed today the need for childcare workers to undergo security screenings and psychometric tests, enhancing the interest of STEM uh, enrolment uh, among students, and also targeted subsidies to help grow the EV market. And lastly, the increasing number of solar powered led lights on our roads now we wanted to hear from you what your thoughts on what happened in parliament today as uh, as you know uh, we can you can either call us at uh, 07732900 whatsapp us or tweet us at bfm radio
5: break from mediocrity bfm 89.9
1: BFM 89.9. It's coming up to uh, 5.27. uh, And we're talking about what happened in Parliament today. Just a quick recap. uh, We talked about childcare and the need for CCTVs uh, in childcare centres, as well as screenings and psychometric tests. Uh, We talked about the... uh, Interests, waning or increasing of uh, students in STEM courses. We also talked about the need to grow the EV market and LED lights on our road. So if you thoughts on any of those questions, you can send us a WhatsApp at 18 789 You can also call us. I'd like to hear from you. So that's seven seven three three two nine. Zero, 00, or as we like to say it, uh, double double to 2900 or you can tweet us at BFM Radio. We now... Uh, actually, Cheryl's written in uh, on two topics. So, Cheryl, thank you very much for that. Um, first, CCTVs. You say, CCTVs should be made compulsory, not just Tuskos, but all schools, public places, even homes. CCTVs uh, should be made available to, at all places for security and crime prevention. Now, Cheryl, you also added your thoughts on the petrol subsidy and whether uh, that would uh, help encourage people to move to EVs. Now, um, you say, why can't the government remove petrol subsidies once and for all? Instead of petrol subsidies, Persasa, or targeted uh, subsidies, please do have more efficient mechanisms to replace petrol subsidies. Very interesting thoughts, Cheryl, but because you... Some might argue that um, subsidies are a political hot potato for any government uh, anywhere in the world. Once you give money to people, it's very hard to take it away from them. Uh, but of course, uh, that might be something that the government will have to consider. Remember, uh, we're talking about a all range of things, uh, including the question of CCTVs.
5: Bigotry, free, Malaysia. BFM. 89.9.
1: It's 5.38. Uh, this is the Evening Edition. I'm Sherrod Kutten, and we've been talking about what happened in Parliament today. So just a quick recap. Childcare workers, uh, childcare centres rather, and security, enhancing STEM course enrollment and growing the EV market. Quite a few uh, messages here. We have a voice note from Roberta on the question of installing uh, CCTVs in uh, childcare centres.
4: I guess on the matter of the CCTVs, I agree with one of the callers who mentioned earlier that it should be made compulsory, but it's not just about the CCTV system because the CCTV system is only to provide evidences of wrongdoings or uh, probably uh, warn people about committing wrong things, but it has to be accompanied by actions. It's not just to have the evidence on the CCTV, but it has to be consequence of anybody who is caught on CCTV doing something wrong. So it's two ways, two, two elements there, the CCTV plus the enforcement that has to be put in place.
1: Thank you, Roberto. You bring up some really important points about having the technology work for us, but then for us to work with the technology to uh, bring about the kind of outcomes we want. I do want to ask you, though, would you consider that there might be some dangers in the overuse of surveillance technologies like CCTVs? Um, and also, I think something to consider, which is that if you, the more CCTVs we have, to some extent, the more we will have to rely on an army of people to monitor the CCTVs unless in some ways we can use AI to kind of reduce that. the point will be what kind of society do we become when we rely on surveillance technologies that can be very uh, intrusive or potentially very intrusive? Now, there's also uh, a message here from Arvin about EVs and remember in Parliament the discussion was what can the government do beyond um, Targeted subsidies to kind of nudge people towards purchasing EVs, and and therefore kind of moving the whole kind of automotive scene in a very different direction. Uh, so Arvind says, uh, sorry, <laughs> Arvind says the. About EVs, it's a good effort to reduce carbon footprint and promote green energy, but a comprehensive plan is needed, which includes charging stations, EV technicians, production of EV batteries to reduce imports and the reduction of import duty for electrical vehicles. Now, um, Arvind, you're absolutely right. Charging stations are very interesting because... In a recent discussion I had with some people in Johor, Uh, the Johor government is very concerned that uh, in order to capture more tourism from Singapore, they're going to have to uh, allow Singapore to set the pace uh, when it comes to uh, how many charging stations. So even though the take up for EVs might be um, limited in the state of Johor, just Malaysia in general, they will have to kind of provide those charging stations so that vehicles come Coming from Singapore uh, will be able to kind of, you know, use the roads in Malaysia and also, you know, so, not, so as to not discourage Singaporeans who have EVs. This is, uh, I think, a very interesting uh, a question and something that's going to be, I think, discussed in terms of the cost, right? How much does it cost to put uh, charging stations in? Remember, we're talking about what happened in Parliament Day, if you have any thoughts. Uh you can call us, 7733 um, 900, or WhatsApp us, 018 uh, or tweet us at BFM Radio.
5: Be free minded. BFM 89.9.
1: I asked Roberto uh, to consider some questions and Roberto sent this message in. Thanks, Roberto. I think, yes, we probably will be losing a certain level of privacy, but that system, I'd say, that system has worked properly, making me feel so insecure that I'm willing to give away my privacy in exchange for a certain level of security and safety. Let's compare what's going on in London. There are so many CCTVs around the city. Uh, So uh, the last time I remember, it was about 164,000 CCTV cameras across the city. I'm not saying that it's the safest city in the world, but I fear that the fact that there are consequences for those that are cut uh, reduces the intention, I guess. So I think with Roberta, you're absolutely right that the question of a deterrent effect uh, with the CCTV use is, I think, part of the reason why CCTVs are there. Um, They can't prevent a crime, but they can certainly uh, suggest to the person that they'll be caught and uh, at least the image will be caught. And, you know, now with the kinds of surveillance technology, the facial recognition technology that we have, uh, it will not just be a blurry picture for the police. It might be something sufficient to take that person to court. TIDJ, you say, I'm on paper for CCTVs at nurseries and childcare facilities. I, however, am concerned about how it will affect the price of of fees if the entire process of registering for legitimate child care facilities is too cumbersome and the cost of it too expensive it will likely drive parents to opt for underground facilities money matters but and it's all and it all must make sense to every strata not just those financially able, uh, able rather i think uh, TIDJ, you 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 kind of Hit the nail on the head with the question of cost because governments can legislate uh, or encourage through policy the use of this technology, but it does come at the cost, and uh, the cost might not just be in terms of the installation of the technology, it could be that uh, these um, whatever recordings will have to be reviewed, the resources will have to be put towards the review of uh, those um, images, and and then the question is when do you do that? Do you do that on a weekly basis? Do you do it on a daily basis? It's all a question of resources. Somebody's going to have to pay for it, and will that cost be, uh, you know, pushed over to the consumer. Might be easier for middle class parents and those in the T20, but it might become unaffordable, untenable for those who are uh, struggling to make ends meet. And So something to consider. Thank you so much, TIGJ and Roberta, for your thoughts on CCTV. I think we're going to have to bring this discussion of um, parliamentary matters. Remember, we're talking about what happened in Parliament Day. If you have any thoughts, uh, you can call us, um, 7733 2900 or WhatsApp us, uh, 018-789-8899, or tweet us at BFM Radio.
0: You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9,
2: The Business Station.